I really only know one lawyer joke. Some of you might have many more than that. But when I became a lawyer, I started becoming the butt of those jokes. Inevitably, when meeting someone new and the topic of occupation came up, more often than not, immediately following a lawyer joke. For some people, they were just looking for something to say. But for others, as they told the joke, there was that little tinge of sneering, the beginnings of an insult. Dad was a lawyer as well, and we were talking one time. I asked him, what do you do when people tell you lawyer jokes and denigrate you as a lawyer? Oh, Edward, he said, just listen to them, say it's funny, and then look them in the eye and say, when you get into legal trouble, give me a call. <laughs> of course, there are priest jokes out there too. But joking aside, I want to talk to you today about the gospel reading and about how we get hurt, how we get hurt as Christians. Jesus is talking about hurt in this reading, being hated, cursed, abused. Jesus is talking about the real hurt that one person inflicts on another. There are a range of hurts. For us today, think of the hurts that come when someone says cruel things to you or cruel things about you. Think about when someone takes advantage of your kindness, when someone denigrates you. When you are hurt, if you can, if you can, be present in that hurt, in that pain, and with the person who is hurting you in that moment. If you can be present, maintain that presence. In the midst of the hurting, what happens is that you demand that that person treat you as an equal, with dignity, even as they pour cruelty onto you. And this is what is meant by turning the other cheek. It's not a submissive action. It is a demand that someone look you squarely and hit you with the inside of their hand rather of, as a backslap. And that's the strength that we see in people like Martin Luther King Jr. In a nonviolent way, he urged people to be present with hurt and injustice showing the wrongdoers how wrong they really were. So in the midst of hurt, stand as a tree with cruel winds blowing around you, yet still rooted. And you do need to be rooted. The strength to be present in hurt, it takes time to foster and grow. It takes experiences of hurt to know that a new day will come. I'd like to say that the rootedness that gives us the most strength to endure and overcome hurt is found in family and friends. No doubt, through many of the chances, challenges, and hurts we have, family and friends were there. But through all, through all of the hurts, God is there. 
waiting on the Lord, knowing that God is pressing upon you behind and in front, this is the rootedness that is the strength in time of hurt. As I've been hurt in my life, as a boy, as a teenager, a college kid, as a lawyer, as a priest, I've wondered how in the midst of that hurt to trust more in God, how to know truly and trust that I will be helped, that the wicked will get their just desserts. Spending time on reading about, praying about Jesus' last days when he was beaten, mocked, tortured, killed. That's the reality that reminds me that I don't have a Savior who is distant or who do not, does not know me, but one who has gone before me and who, know, who now just says, don't judge, don't condemn, forgive, be merciful. In this rootedness, heart, mind, soul, and strength, they are all opened up to the presence of the Holy Spirit and the power of God's grace, working in all that we say, think, and do. We then grow so that we see those who hurt us not with contempt, not thirsting for revenge or the perfect comeback, but instead we look at them with pity and with sorrow. And we might even find ourselves wondering what in the world went so wrong in that person's life that they would be so cruel. I was thinking about who hurt me over the past week. We have hurts all our days. Who was it who was ungrateful or selfish? Even as I began to go down that road, another path opened up, and I thought about how I was with the men of Trinity on Monday morning at their breakfast, and I heard the story of laces of love and shoes for children in deep need how old shoes were left behind and through the love of people, new shoes were presented, giving children dignity and health. And then on Wednesday, as I was walking home for lunch, I saw the women of Trinity out on the dock, eating lunch together before they headed in to model gently used clothes from the mouse and accessories with delight and joy. And then Thursday evening, I witnessed hundreds of you gathered together for the art of giving, giving money to help people in need. That's the third part of getting hurt, choosing ever to look down the path of generosity and lavish love, offering help to people in need. I'm so very sorry if you have been hurt. I've had my knocks too, some extremely painful, some surprisingly painful, some minor embarrassments. All hurts. Be present in those moments, demanding dignity in the face of an aggressor. 
dig deep into your relationship with Jesus, knowing that your hurt is his. And allow God's grace to pour into you so that you don't lash out in revenge, but then look around for opportunities to give and rejoice in the love in this world. The love that seeks to undo injustice and oppression. Do to others as you would have them do to you. And a favor. You could give me a break on those lawyer jokes.